what's up folks, welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit and join me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning everybody, Pedro's creative tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right, this year we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make tongue twistier projects. Hello everybody, welcome back to the show. We're super excited to be back here. We want to shout everybody out in the Discord chat room. Yeah, the Discord chat room. Pedro, shout them out while I fix the Discord chat. Good morning, everybody hanging out in all of the chats. As you said before, we are on discord.gg slash Adafruit. And we're giving shout outs to everybody hanging out. We got Brent hanging out, Andy Calloway, Greg Z. We got uh, Do Wester, Blitz City DIY, Liz. Liz. Hello, Stuart good morning. Riggs, Vince, Stuart, Rosin. Morning. Over on the YouTube chats as well. We got Doug and on Facebook. Sorry, I don't have that pulled up. And on Twitch. Good morning, everybody hanging out. Yeah, thank we you for joining us. Back. We yes. For um, a little bit of a hiatus last week's show. We did still got the project video and the guide out. So thank you all for your patience. Let's go ahead and jump into the show. Cool, yeah, we'll start off with a couple of housekeeping items. So we'll start off by paying some bills, shall we? For orders, for, <laughs> let me get, and get my bearings here. All right, so there are some freebie deals going on, as you might know, and if you wanna know more about it, go to adafruit.com slash free. I'll run through them a little bit quickly here. So for orders that are $99 or more, you'll get a free half-size Permaproto breadboard. For orders that are $149 or more, you get the Permaproto breadboard plus a randomly selected Stemma QT. If you have an account with Adafruit, well, make sure you don't get the same one twice. For orders that are $200 or more, you get the randomly selected Stemma QT board, the free half-size Proto breadboard, and free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. For orders that are $299 or more, you get the free ground shipping, the randomly selected Stemma QT, the half-size Proto breadboard, and a Circuit Playground Express. Mm -hmm. Awesome, all great deals, check them out. You get as many freebies as you want. And uh, while supplies last, and that's great. All right, the next one is the jobs board. Help wanted, help is indeed wanted. If you are looking for uh, some maker gigs, or if you're a employer looking for some makers with maker skills, check out the jobs board from Adafruit. It's jobs.adafruit.com. There are some new ones here. We'll just kind of run through them. We got a CAD engineer for, um, for the Berkeley, California area. There is a need for an experienced electronics and LED technician for a patriotic memorial project in Nebraska. There's also a contract position opening here uh, for object color tracking in Montreal, Canada. There's another one. There's some CircuitPython ones. CircuitPython project is a personal one in Virginia. And there's another one here. CircuitPython coder needed for an Adafruit matrix portal. This is from Ali G's Vault. That's a freelance gig. So check them out. You can make one, you can make a profile, it's free to do so. And uh, we, Lamar and Phil, make sure that there's no spammy business going on there. So all good things. Adafruit newsletters, they happen daily. So adafruitdaily.com is where you wanna to go to check out all of the different daily categories of, of emails, of stories, of projects from the community. Um, so check it out, adafruitdaily.com, standalone website. You kinda of have to opt into it. You don't get automatically subscribed to any of these emails. There's a once a week product focused newsletter. It's called Adafruit Daily. Go to adafruitdaily.com. No, go to adafruit.com slash newsletter for this one. Uh, I don't know what you'll find at adafruitdaily.com, so. adafruitdaily.com is where you can subscribe. Oh, to we have the URL them. too? <clears throat> what? Of course we yeah. do. 
I thought it was just Adafruit. So you got a hand full of uh, newsletters you can subscribe to there. You got electronics, Python on microcontrollers, make your business, new products, 3D printing, biohacking, wearables, oh, man, internet of things, make code, <laughs> ion MPI. I literally did this backwards. This is the Adafruit Daily. That's the one that Pedro said has all the categories. And the once a week product focus one is this one here. Because there's no text here, right? I, I need to, it even says right there in the little label, news, new news. All right, well, those are the newsletters. Excellent. And then that's pretty much it for the, for the, uh, the little intro there? Yeah, the little intro there, the All housekeeping. Right. Let's go All ahead. Right. Cool. And jump into last week, weeks, months, project. Something. This is the DIY quiz show control system modeled after Jeopardy. This was done by Dylan Harada. Yeah, let's take a look at the overhead. Now here's the parts. Yeah, so we showed this off a couple of weeks now and sure. finally released last week. We got the guide and the video out and just gonna go through the guide as quick as we can on all this. So sure. really good for setting up trivia now that everybody can be face to face. A lot of uh, game opportunities now are arising yeah. and this is the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit having all these button inputs so you can see which player chimes in first. So it'll just light up to the color of whatever you set up or your um, your little buzzer handle. All 3D printed, nice little handle that Noed designed for this. This is a three part, little twisty on, completely modular so you can change out any of the panel buttons or the construction itself. You take a look on the inside of this, there's a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit we're using the bolt-on system. So excellent for education if you wanna reuse this project for different, uh, uh, like, you wanna reuse, Yeah, you wanna reuse the parts mm -hmm. for different projects. So all snap together, snap fit together parts. These little lids, uh, little tabs here just snap into each other. Very nice. nice little side of plan. Click on that. And then on the bottom here, we have our Stemma speaker with our nice little uh, themed grill to eat fruit. Little stars. Uh, all snap fits together as well, except for the little mounts that you have to use to you know, sort of secure everything back together. Uh, as we were saying, modular, so we're using the bolt-on kit as well as these uh, jumper cables. So you can easily extend this or shorten it if you want to be a little bit more closer. Yeah. And uh, the way that it works is that uh, the controller or the host has to clear the button. so. It, the players can't just go ahead and chime in whenever they want. So you have to clear that and allow them to actually go in and chime. Everything's written in CircuitPython, so of course you can change all the audio files or the colors or the behavior of everything. So let's go ahead and jump into right. the learn guide. Yeah, so check it out. Um, huge shout out to Dylan Harada for spearheading the project with Lamar. They collab together on figuring out how to make this work. Yeah. So. So Here's a list of the parts and the 3D printed files that you'll need for this. Like we were saying before, again, all completely modular. So very nice way to set up a project for that. And surprise, everything is in stock for this. Usually isn't. I don't so, say usually isn't. Well, I mean, it's a good problem to have. It is. Okay, cool. Well, excellent. Yeah, now all the parts are from Adafruit. So including all of the little cables and even the bolt-on kit is all available through Adafruit. So yeah. that's really nice to see. Normally you have to get like all these little bits and bobs from other places, but it's nice that everything's here in the shop. That's great. You can add everything to cart. <laughs> Go ahead and jump into the 3D printing page for this. I give you all of the settings you're going to need to use for uh, the printing. And there is a couple bit of uh, support that you're going to need for the oh, main case. Great. 
I have all those listed there. Okay. Of course, you can edit the files if you want to use a different board. Okay. It's the STL. Fusion 360 link? Yeah. Yeah, so you can just download whatever file format, STL or STEP mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and of course, you can use these handles for anything else, uh, any sort of buzzer that mm -hmm. you want to hook up with, the uh, specifically the 16 panel mount. Uh, push mm -hmm. button. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of variable, like 16 millimeter, 30 millimeter, 24 millimeters. There's a lot of different uh, pan mounting buttons, and it's nice to have the little top. Just print out a different top, and then you, you're, the rest of it was is, is fine. So that was the idea behind that. Sorry. Yeah, putting up? the learn guide and links in here. When it's my turn, I'm always mm. yeah, fall right. behind on posting on yeah. the links. So I think soon. Was that? Yeah, we're on. Um, we're on the learn guide. Right, scrolling down a little bit, yeah. you can see all of the settings that you need to do for setting up supports, all of my favorite uh, support settings that make it very easy to uh, mm -hmm. easily remove all of those. Yeah. So there, the supports part. Scroll down. Yeah, scroll down there. I was going to open these in a new tab, or? Oh, yeah, you can. Try. This is so, just a time-lapse little GIF. Well, well I'm just showing, like, in our, when I'm previewing the Learn Guide folks, I have the, the autoplay GIFs turned off just to save on processing. It should automatically play on your thing. So this shows you way more than just a single screenshot, like how the layering is supposed to be for the supports. Yeah, I think what it, that is the main thing I'm showing here, how the supports are all set up. You have your low density, you have a smaller extrusion width, and then a little bit of a Z uh, gap just to make that very easy to remove. Yeah, there are listed, oh boy, right here, all the different uh, support extrusion width, the density, run through it. If you haven't set up supports yet, definitely is a good uh, reference point here. And then save it as your main profile. And then you can save it out as a profile, yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into the circuit diagram for this. Okay. Prototype this using the alligator clips. And then after that, you can jump into uh, sort of more uh, permanently, semi-permanently attaching these with the bolt-on kits. Mm -hmm. Or you can go ahead and solder it too. Yeah, whatever, however you prefer. Cool. The only special thing here is the way that we are connecting the grounds on the arcade button. Scroll oh. up, you can see that uh, that is actually the only thing I soldered. Just mm, have those right. two connected yeah, you get to make it a little bit chain. more easier. Mm -hmm. Does you chain all your grounds? Let's go ahead and jump into the assembly. Okay. So we're using the uh, jumper cables here and the flat uh, pliers to have it bent at 90 degrees so you can easily uh, add it to uh, underneath of the the bolts that come with the bolt-on kit, or I'm sorry, the nuts for the bolt-on kit, and those are uh, just wide enough so you can attach those wide enough to attach two of them, which you're gonna have to do when you're sharing ground for all of these uh, button connections here. So you have to do this at least two times. So a little bit of patience. You're definitely gonna have to use the third helping hands to steadily hold the CPB mm. in place while you attach those all together. But it can be done. That's why yeah. I'm showing that there. You can attach two of them. Yeah, very nice. And then the GIF for uh, actually inserting the CPP inside mm. of the case. Open that, new tab. Definitely oh. useful for having the GIF here. So you can see it just uh, slides in there like that. Make sure your wires are uh, you know, up. not too yeah. tangled up. I did a little bit of a braid there yeah, for nice. the controller just so I could see which one uh, was for that. Okay. So you just want to line up the USB port to the USB cutout on the case. Super easy. And then the uh, the screw mounts for that uh, are mm. all in the 
free pads. Right, so you add those additional screws. Yep. And again, that is the three millimeter bolt-on kit mm -hmm. that we have in the shop. After you secure that down on the bottom, you'll connect the Stemma speaker and then align that. The Stemma speaker actually has smaller mounting holes, so you're gonna need the M2.5 by six millimeter long um, screws. And we do have a nylon kit that might work, but I totally suggest using the metal uh, yeah, sure. M2.5 screws for that. Yeah, that's a good tip. But here we're gonna do plastic on plastic screws, not maybe the best, definitely metal on yeah. plastic is, is a little bit better and more secure and it won't strip your plastic screws. The lid snap fits on there. Of course, you can edit that if you want to have a different lid design for the speaker. Yeah. Snap fits on there. The speaker, the wires for all the buzzers all uh, route through the USB port cutout. Route all those out. And then the arcade button uh, screws on to the lid. And then as we were saying before, we are just connecting the grounds to eliminate one of the cables. Yeah. Just make it three to connect. Yeah. These quick connects are really great for arcade buttons. If you haven't used them before, definitely get a pack of these. These little arcade quick connects, they're super awesome. They make it so you can make it easier to plug it into the terminals on the, on the button. Yeah, and it works on not just the arcades, but the uh, panel mount momentary push buttons as yeah, well. Yeah, that's great. Any, any of those that are compatible with that. Mm -hmm. And then setting up the player buzzers that we were showing earlier, it's just a three-piece design, screw in together, and the uh, momentary button uh, just screws into place as well. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Nice, simple design. I think you can have a classroom assemble this in a short period of time, and then reuse for any other different projects. For sure, yeah, and it's completely customizable, so you can have the... the the, the microcontroller doesn't have to be in like the controller, the, the host's controller, it could be outside of it. So if you have something that you want to scale it up bigger and make it more like impactful, you could kind of make your own buttons if you wanted to. You could use the big 100 millimeter buttons or create your own touchpad buttons. That is a really good A hundred different ways to spin this type of project, so that's really fun. I, I want to go back to what you just said there on making like a button that could you know plug into, uh, like, like if you step on it or something. We've yeah, made projects cool. like that with the, uh, I think it was the Grinch fireplace where we're yes, making a big cardboard fun. button that you just step on mm -hmm. you could easily attach that to um, any other uh, button that like you know just has a closed yeah. pad capped on tape mm -hmm. bananas yeah. maybe the buttons are bananas Lots or something of different yeah. ways to have that uh, close on you super fun so yeah we'll be playing this uh, a lot already yeah, yeah already playing it a lot mm -hmm. yeah i had to trigger it bop, bop. Okay. Uh, one of the other things, the PLA that we're using for this is usually labeled as natural PLA. Sure. Uh, the translucent might be a little bit trans more too translucent, and we like the way that the natural white PLA diffuses, because as you can see, it has a nice glow instead of like a sharp contrast, right. uh, mm -hmm. like almost see-through glow. So mm -hmm. I like the diffused one of the natural. But of course, cool. uh, that is up to you, whatever color you print your cases at. You have like a little logo for your school or whatever game that you're playing. Really nice on the side there. Or even okay. like just vinyl cut you can wrap around. Cool. That's the assembly part. And then the code pages. Huge shout out to, to Dylan for putting the code pages together. There's a little code walkthrough as well. Uh, definitely check out the project bundle if you haven't used it yet. Instead of having to manually find the libraries, that's all your libraries work, yeah. get pulled in for you. So that's really nice as well as like the little um, wave file with the audio files and then if we had any bitmaps it would be there too so it's really nice to have the project bundle so you just click that button there and you get all the files plus code right very very fun
commented really nicely. And there's still um, you know, screenshots to show you what your USB drive should look like, your CircuitPython drive. It's got these four um, libraries. And then a little bit of a usage here on how to use the Bluetooth. There's a little switch on there. So if you don't want the Bluetooth, you just make sure that the switch is on one position. If you want to use Bluetooth to do HID USB keystrokes, then you just flip the switch on the other side. And uh, you will connect to it with an iOS device or an Android device. And then you use the Blue Fruit app to connect to it. I think that's one thing that we sort of glossed over. This can send HID commands to your computer. So if you have yeah. a game that you're playing on the computer right. with, you know, each or anything that has USB HD support, mm -hmm. any type of computer. What is being pressed so you can actually have this as a wireless controller for your uh, game. Yeah. And then in the code walkthrough, uh, Dylan breaks down all the sections. So if you're new, relatively new to CircuitPython, this will give you an idea of like all, what all the sections are doing. So how to like enable the speaker, all the button inputs, um, all the yeah, all the, all the Bluetooth stuff is right here. And here's the audio wave file. If you want to change the file name for that, or have it looping, you would do that all here. A little bit of the logic here. Um, and then if you want to change the colors to reflect different colors, you'd want to do that here um, in the if statement there. And the colors are just raw RGB values using uh, pixels.fill. Uh, but if you wanted to use the CircuitPython LED animation library, you could easily integrate that and integrate some of the some of the animations so that you can do animations instead of just solid colors. But we wanted to be a pretty kind of minimal, so that's why we have these solid colors. But you can go in there and modify it so it can be super rad and have all these cool colors and different sound effects for each player if you wanted to. That would be really cool. Have a different sound effect for each player. Super modular, right? So and, and CircuitPython makes the iteration process like doable, so you can keep playing around with it and getting instant feedback. So you just glossed over a really cool part there. That's what I do. I gloss, man. I'm a glossy fuck. <laughs> for accessibility, if you you know they're blind or something, you can have a sure. different audio oh, uh, playback yes. for the specific, specific yeah. player. So you customize the crap out of this. And uh, shout out to Dylan for segmenting it all like that. And that's really it. that's the rest of the code. That's all of it. So really, really awesome job on everybody. <laughs> I love working on games. It's like the best thing. And then there's a circuit diagram if you want to get that. I kind of glossed over that. But you can create your own circuit diagrams using the Fritzing software. Uh, you can pay or compile it yourself. And we have a library of all these parts too, right? And one of the extra bits here, this little arcade button, you can uh, use images, right? I think that's what we did. It's just it's a natural part, yeah. yeah. At some point, we'll learn how to make our own Fritzing parts, me and Pedro personally. Whatever. <laughs> it's just a Illustrator file. It's just an Illustrator. So it is vector. It is vector. You can yeah. Edit that for sure, and you can download the the Fritzing file. But that's uh, it in a nutshell. Do, do we make this public? This resource page? I think it is, right? So you can do that. Yeah, you can let me know. <laughs> it's just yeah. There's a private button there, but it's not checked, so I guess it's not ah, private. Sweet. Which is good. You should no, we, you should definitely let folks download that. that. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that really really fun. Dang it, and then we glossed over the whole inspiration for this. Uh, yeah. Var Burn <laughs> from uh, Reading Rainbow mm -hmm. and um, Star, Star Trek, Trek uh, is going to be hosting at the end of July. So everybody tune in for that so uh, you know, we get the ratings up on that. Yes, Hopefully please. stay on as a permanent host. Yeah. So definitely uh, can't wait to see that one. Uh, my son, uh, Gavin, loves Jeopardy. Yeah, so sure. we'll be watching. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay, so that is this week's project. Um, whoop, 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 not that one.
Oh yeah, let's, let's go ahead and jump into, uh, what are we prototyping? Which Yay. one do we do first? Okay, do we want to check in with the, the Discord chat room before we do this? Real quick, just say what's up. Let's see, uh, Vince is saying, uh, you want to say host a YouTube game show, Jeopardy-esque? Ooh. Will that fly legally? Let's see what I don't now. know. Yeah. I would hope it'd be okay. Just call it something else. Just call it Jeopardy style. Like we had to. We called it Jeopardy like. Yeah, we might have to change a YouTube video because <laughs> it's a Jeopardy DIY. Maybe that's, that's okay. Fine. Jeopardy DIY. I mean, we're promoting. We're always on the edge of like, is this is this legal? <laughs> Do we? All right, which one are we of showing off for prototype? Yes, let's go back to prototype. Okay, cool. So we'll start off with. Um, I don't know which one. Trinky. 2040? Okay, so Tricky 2040. Yeah, so JP was showing this off on his product pick of the week, and this is a little absurd, but uh, Lamarlo's been showing off the uh, Trinky board, this little guy here, without all of its uh, craziness. Yeah. It is a uh, RP2040 in a Trinky style, so it plugs in through USB, and you can have uh, your Stemma QT sensors stacked on there. But if you're using just the uh, the screw and the standoff, you can either limit it to just one. So I um, thought, oh, what yeah. if we 3D print something where you could just keep stacking and make a leaning tower of Stemma. Stemma. <laughs> leaning tower of QT. Yeah, so what we did here is take the, lean, the uh, Lego style little mounts for all of your Stemma uh, sensors and just added these little snaps so it'll grab on to the top here of your sensor, your favorite sensor. And then you can use these mm. studs, uh, I think I used them all up, yeah. to just connect it on the top here and you just keep stacking these guys up. Here's so a Lego like kind of brick to, to show that this is Lego, I don't know. I mean, you could use like a Lego board if you want to use a, um, a uh, like a prep board or something, but yeah. these will just snap in like that. Okay. And then uh, we have, we didn't have like the stud or a tube version of this, so that's what also made me go, oh, maybe we can just, you know, mm. design those just so people have options for uh, the way they want to stack things. So yeah, these just snap in either on the inside like that or tube to stud. And you just keep stacking these all yeah. <laughs> until you, uh, you know, you have over. as many sensors as you need. We're also using the little USB shell that we have on here. So if you want to have a more secure connection to your USB port, just snap in like that and you won't have it uh, sort of, you know, go all crazy. Okay. If you have like a switch or something on top of there. Okay. It'd be a lot more stable. Where can folks get the, not yet? I don't think we've really Yeah, I'm gonna upload these. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is I've been testing out, so, yeah. 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 I had to do some adjustments to the, uh, the the, uh, the height of the little snap thing there. Right, okay. Just make sure that they grab all nice and tight. Right, but it's cool, they're all snapped, no hardware needed. That's yeah. the whole point, no screws needed, they'll just snap. The, the only thing that is needed is like super glue because right. these print in two different, um, they, they print split up mm -hmm. so that you don't need any support materials for the tubes. Right, and now uh, you get the best resolution printing that oh way. Oh my god, yeah. So if you're ever doing a design like that, just split it down the middle. Mm -hmm. you're, you can uh, print yeah. it in two pieces, two colors, and glue them back together. Glue together. Pretty simple. Yep. So that is the uh, That's 2040 Trinky uh, stackable yeah. Lego base To go plates. with that, we have a model for the RP2040 Trinky. This is what it looks like. Um, it, we just took the Eagle file from Lamar and turned it into the 3D model with Fusion 360. These are, if you want to put the link, Pedro, on the GitHub repo. So the GitHub repo has this 3D model. Um, 
There's my GitHub repo. So you can check that out. Super visually stunning, I know. Look at that huge visual stunning list of parts. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, yeah. So you got the link for the GitHub? I do not. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. GitHub. I was looking you for this okay. part, actually. Yeah. So if you haven't started and you're like GitHub, you can start so you can see whenever I uh, upload new stuff and I have some other stuff to share. Um, but yeah, that's the RP2040 Trinky. Got a 3D model out there. Yeah, yeah. And I also made sure that the PCB is the right thickness. Three millimeters. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit thicker than your normal uh, 1.54. But in any manner, uh, back over to what you're prototyping. Um, Kind of a early one. This is uh, this is a fun little keypad. It's a four-button keypad in the shape of a of a kitty paw. <laughs> it has a display in the center. <laughs> this is a collab project with Liz. Party parrots. So the idea is that you can press these buttons and advance the animation. This is a sprite sheet animation. And the idea is to make this into a USB slash MIDI controller. And you can kind of choose whether you want it to be a MIDI controller to play some music or a USB controller to do just some fun macros. It's powered off of the QT, the QtPi RP2040, and uh, it's USB-C on the back there, and it has SnapFit parts, a little kitty in the back there. And they're all just free wired, no custom PCB. Um, yeah, and this is a little TFT display having the Party Parrot, this, uh, Party Parrot GIF. So that's what we're, uh, that will be next week's show that we'll talk about. Hopefully we'll have the, a video next week for it as well. But the learn guide for this is actually out now. So if you want to know more about it, check it out. It's live right now. But next week, we'll, we'll, we'll talk all about it. <laughs> yeah, we're out of time for this week for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's uh, we're not done with prototyping. We got another thing. This is the Macro Pad RP2040, just released. Very new, very awesome. Uh, three by four button keypad with a built-in OLED display and a rotary encoder. This thing's amazing. It's got a couple of different PCBs going on and what I want to do is make a 3D printed kind of wedge so that it would be at an angle. So this is a 14 degree angle and uh, also ties into the built-in standoffs that are soldered into the PCB. So really, really cool. Just a kind of a running the demo mode right now. I don't have anything going on it, but it's really nice. You can add more um, more sensors using the Stemma QT connector here and then the reset button right there. So that's really it um, for that. Um, so we have a CAD model for it as well. So if folks want to start designing cool enclosures or different projects for it. We have two different ones. This is the bare bones. It just has the PCB with the standoffs and the uh, kale sockets, but the switches aren't there, but it does have the display and the rotary encoder. That's what the bare bones comes with. If you want the full kit, the starter kit, it comes with the back panel, the back plate, and a key plate that kind of helps stabilize the keys. And I also threw in some uh, Cherry MX uh, switches there just to show the layering of them all. And then I have some screws in the back there, the M3 screws, um, that show how uh, they all get screwed together and fastened. But yeah, the, the models are available right now on the GitHub repo, so you can check those out. Um, yeah, and uh, sign up to yeah. uh, to get notified if you didn't, if you weren't able to get one and you want to get one, uh, you can back. sign up. They will uh, be back. Yeah, they will be back. The one working on. Yep, there's a couple in uh, that are stashed away. Just 
ready to be released at any minute now. So <laughs> keep that page it's open, tight. reload it yeah. several times. Right, right, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what's in the works right now. Um, I'll release this at some point. So uh, so yeah, demo code. Yeah, there's really, really, really cool uh, demos at uh, Dan and uh, JP and I'm almost forgetting. I think Katni are working on so. Ish. Stay tuned for those. Lots of really cool demos. Ish. More to come. <laughs> More pause and stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, I think so that's that it is, for prototyping. Yeah, let's do a quick layer by layer. Um, if I can get to that, I'm going to do this. Go here and then here. Yeah, so if you are interested in some CAD stuff, I got a th about a 30 minute tutorial on how to use. Uh, how to make symmetrical designs. This keep this this kitty paw thing, like I had to learn how to use symmetry in Fusion 360. So um, there's a way to use the symmetry uh, constraints with splines so that you can have really curvy um, shapes. So in this example here, I'm showing how I have user parameters set up um, so that I can change the curvature of this shape that's all built with splines and it's symmetric. So when one thing gets affected, the other side gets affected and you can do symmetry four ways like this right here. So the left reflects the right and the top reflects the bottom. This is supposed to be kind of like how I created the, the bezel for a display. So if you're trying to make like a TV, like an old school TV with like super curvature and bezels, um, you definitely want to uh, learn how to use the spline tool and even better, how to drive it parametrically and symmetrically with sketch constraints. So check it out. Not a lot of people checked it out. So it's one of those really niche. You didn't think you'd need it. I didn't think it. I went this far without knowing. <laughs> and that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, so. we did it before. It was doing it inside of Illustrator, which right. importing that in, you'll have all these like um, yeah dots all over your. Curves. And it's just like, why don't you just copy and paste right the other side? And it's like, well, it has to be a closed spline, and it, I, I had to could... really massage this shape to get the proportions right for this kitty paw. Like I went all out on trying to get the shape to be like proportionally accurate. Accurate to what? <laughs> I don't know. But to the shape you want. To the shape, shape I want, yeah. So, I don't know, check it well, out. Well, specifically to the shape of the inside of the uh, yeah. uh, TFT there. And I really needed to have this whole shape be done in Fusion because if any other app, when you import vector and then you try to do the sweeps or you try to do something else with the paths, normally they're like, not optimized for fusion yeah. or even not even optimized for milling or anything like that so yeah. that's why i like doing everything and this this really helped me um really get a handle on on splines and yeah. uh, the bezier curves yeah, that's the keyword there optimization because otherwise you'll have points all over that are not needed such a ridiculous way down. to like learn like good good tips <laughs> i love it Looking over the chat on Discord, Brent is asking, uh, does the case snap onto a standard keyboard? Which case? Uh, the macro pad. Oh, uh, I didn't really design it to do that, but we could design it to do that. Let me know what you what, what kind of keyboard you'd like it to snap into and see if that might be an option. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, like onto the side of a keyboard? So it can be like the keyboard yeah, that'd be uh, cool. extension? Yeah, or, I didn't think of that. Like the num number yeah, that'd pad? That'd be cool, yeah. I was thinking of adding some other corner bits here so you can add some rubber feet. Yeah. I think that might be a cool thing. It's just prototyping, right? So I'm not done with it yet, but 
or maybe like a Ninja Flex that just goes all the way around. So yeah, I was thinking that too, but then but you the need a lot of Ninja easier. Flex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be feet. This has weight to it. Have you held this in your hand? Yeah, I don't Hold know. That's heavy. It's, it's like heavy, the man. PCB. And it's um, it's kind of right. It is the PCB and all the keys. Mm -hmm. But this is fairly thin. Like this is one and a half millimeter thin, and then this right here is like a little bit thicker, with a little bit of a ledge here, so that it has just more. But look at that. Look at the way it's inclining. Here, let me see if I can do. Hold that right there for me while I do the the focus. All right. Look at. You kind of see the steps there. The way it was printed. Do, 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 do. Like, this is actually the bottom side that gets printed. And uh, I don't know, pretty good resolution, mm. right? The stepping of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I showed that, but that's cool. <laughs> and so Brent's clarifying, uh, he wants to place the numpad in the middle of his split keyboard. Mm. Yeah, show me what the split keyboard you yeah, have. Yeah, he has we'll the uh, NES Freestyle 2. Do we have a cat and a bird hugging? Oh my well, gosh. Liz is saying that the irony of the bird being inside the cat paw is that it's inside the parrot inside the cat paw. <laughs> That's funny. Meanwhile, Liz's place, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's this guy here. That is so cute. Is this split keyboard? Looks like uh, you might be able to have some like wedge or something mm, that can go in there. That's cool. Nice, yeah. Maybe I can clip on to underneath where the little um, little risers are for that, the feet, the keyboard. Yeah. Yes, cue the lawnmowers, I know, right? <laughs> cool. All right, well. Um... Oh, and then a shout out to Karen in the YouTube. Shout out, Karen. All right. That's it for this week's prototype. Thanks for working yeah. on all of this. Yeah, very fun. Fun stuff. All right, let's go ahead and move on to this week's Community Makes. Every week on Tuesday, we try to 3D print something from the community and do a time lapse about it and then show it on the show. So, uh, last week. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah, sorry. There's the micro uh, catapult. Super fun for the office as we return back. Use this to annoy your co-workers or launch, I don't know, candy or something at them. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Um, Having the, the office antics. Sure. So here we're just using it, some LEDs. I to, don't know how it is. I've been in an office <laughs> in quite a few years. <laughs> no, I'm laughing at uh, what we're using here to catapult. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely don't, don't use do LEDs. That. You'll definitely poke someone's eye out. This is all we had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to suggest using candy or something. Mm -hmm. But this is the remix design, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a remix design. Uh, Bingo Blob put this up here. And he made and it ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Ambidextrous, yeah. Look at this little chart. V1 only goes this far. V2 goes that far. Ooh. Super technical. You said you could also 3D print the little balls, right? I know. Again, Again, candy. Yeah. <laughs> Easy printing. Um, one solid part. Very cool. Uh, the original design is from this, this fellow here. Um, Yep, so you can check that out. And so what's so cool about yeah. this is the spring or whatever that is being used to act as the, uh, the mechanism that'll launch. Right. Luke Pencil is the original designer, remixed by Bingo Blob. So mm -hmm. let's take a look at the overhead. Yeah, so this little thin piece of PLA here is what's uh, providing like the spring action for it. One tip yes, though, yes, yes. for any anything that's printed in PLA and you're using like any springs, like. Uh, was it one of the torture things? Uh, 
or no, no. One of the boxes that had like a spring open part, mm, I had to right. completely throw away because of, you can kind of see it here. If you leave it latched in like that, the PLA is going to sort of mold over time into that and then yeah. the spring won't work anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened there. <laughs> right, so there's a tip there. So just some things to watch out for uh, with a PLA. Of course, this one having a pet G, I don't think. But yeah, yeah there know. you go. It's a built-in uh, little micro uh, catapult. catapult. The spring action here going on. Yeah. It's a nice little, uh, you know, it takes like, what was it, like two hours to print? Yeah, printed place. Pretty cool. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah, good, good torture test too for your printer as the angles. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Okay, and cool. And then uh, this week's Time Ops Tuesday was this low poly uh, pokey ball. Yeah, by 3D Mon. I was gonna call it the the uh, the origami style. Like, yeah, that's it what folds, interested me so much about up. this. Uh, the included hinge or the printed place hinge, and then because everything he needs to be folded together to form the domes for each side. So if we take a look at the overhead here, you can see how this is all uh, bent. It prints in one flat piece, and then you just bend these to create the dome for each half. And we have our uh, printed place uh, hinge there. And then this little guy here clips onto the little hole there. Yeah, that's very cool. And then what, uh, it's hot glue to secure those tabs? Or yeah, what's going yeah, on there? you can use hot glue for these. It's supposed to like click in, but my tolerances are oh, okay. off. All right, so, so some it. glue may be required, that's fine. Yeah. If, you're, uh, if your tolerance is a little bit better than, yeah. than, the, uh, than these, uh, it should just snap in. Yeah, I don't know what's up with uh, the resurgence of Pokemon. I think you were saying because of new seasons out, you have that new yeah, game. Yeah, it's on Netflix. There's like a 2021. Yeah, like, so cartoon out. And of course, obviously, the kid is. Yeah, know, Gavin's super into Pokemon right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> like he had a Pokemon themed birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. super cute. <laughs> so of course we had to uh, start doing some Pokemon stuff. So there we go. Huh. And this was just released as well. So pretty cool yeah. use of uh, doing origami, For doing sure. the hinge. So shout out to 3D Mon. The way it snap fits together. It's a free download off Colt 3D, so you can check it out. And it doubles as a great uh, origami, so get get your Christmas gear yeah. ready. And uh, very, very cool Pokeball. Gotta, catch, gotta, gotta print, print them, them all. all. Pokeball. Very fun. So thank you, 3D Mon. All right, and then we have some other community makes from the community. <laughs> So let me run through those now. All right. First up, we got a make from John Gallifer on Twitter. He tagged us. He made the Infinity Infinity Mirror Coaster project. Nice. So here's John um, showing it off. He is a professor uh, in the Boston area. Shout out to him. He's been on Show and Tell. He's a frequent Show and Teller. It's, wish he was my professor. Like, right? <laughs> it, was, it was so cool. But yeah, he's showing this off. He's going to use this as a way to teach his students how to make some fun shit. Very cool. Let's let that one slip. <laughs> uh, all right. And then next up, we have one from from Stuart Riggs. I think you're in the chat room, Stuart. Um, wanted to share your version two of your multi-pass. So check it so out. Awesome. Super awesome demo. Um, Stuart has his code and files on the GitHub. Check those out. It's so freaking cool. It is so cool, yeah. <laughs> so you got the super cool light, you got NeoPixel um, Jewel going there that's, that's lighting up, reacting to stuff. And uh, just a really nice OLED display as well. So really good use of the cutie pie and like putting it all together in this like, mm -hmm. super rad uh, little name tag badge for conferences and stuff like that. Everyone needs to make like their own yes. personal like mm -hmm. 
multi-pass. I dig it. So huge shout out to Stuart for uh, sharing this with us and just making it awesome. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I love right. seeing all of the uh, upgrades upon upgrades. Uh, yeah, every time you came on show, it's more rad. It's easy, more better. I think it's like a little piece of acrylic, mm -hmm. like a rod or acrylic rod. Super cool. cool. All right, some more stuff here. Um, we got a kind of a remix of the heat set insert. So if you're looking for a way to do heat set inserts into 3D printed parts, we have a, uh, a device that, uh, that helps you do really smooth linear, uh, linear <laughs> heat set inserts. So this fellow here uh, found an issue with the, the, um, the kind of bearing plate and remixed it so that it fits a different setup. So that's, that's really cool to see other folks uh, remixing it. The files are all open source and they can download it in different file formats and that's what I like to see folks uh, making it work for their setup. So that's really, really cool. And here's the original um, kind of design there. This was a collab project with Bill Binko. So shout out to Bill Binko for, uh, for that one. But yeah, this is, uh, this is one of the kind of rigs that, uh, that we needed for our own personal use. And, these are the heat set inserts. We even sell these heat set inserts. And, I was going to say, quick also, plug, yeah. they are in stock. They are indeed in stock. So if you're ever looking to do some, this, if you're doing a lot of them, that's really, mm -hmm. and you can damage your part if you do it incorrectly. So that's why I really needed to make this. And Bill Binko was, we were, our brains just kind of, were working on the same thing. <laughs> Is it a catapult? It's a crazy catapult. Yeah, so cool. Heat set insert rig, it's out there. And we got one last one here. This is, or actually, second to the last one. This is Mario Boo. This is a make by Pat6046 on, on Thingiverse. Uh, it, it got a lot of makes on this one, right? It's a little planter, no electronics, but very fun. A little planter uh, modeled yeah. after the, the, the iconic Boo from, yeah. from the Mario video game series. Yeah, you can add uh, electronics to it, make it glow. Yeah. And I just read the description there. Wow, primer fill and acrylic paint. That's why it's so smooth, wow. It's super smooth, y'all. Holy crap. Yeah, this is a good one for practicing your smoothing techniques. Yeah. Right? Why not? Mm -hmm. uh, very, very excellent. And uh, you can put a plant in there. Give it How give it character. Cool. Some folks like the unibrow, they give them a unibrow. <laughs> Some folks paint it, it's fixed out. But uh, it continues to keep making things. Shout out 2014. All right, uh, and then the last one. This is, this is Tim C, Foamy Guy, better known, AKA Foamy Guy. Um, has a, a really cool project on the learn guide that isn't released yet. Sorry, I'm sneak peeking this, but using the 3D printed printed place crank for the rotary encoder, it's using the Adafruit rotary trinky, and it's a way to create a brightness crank. So it's got some really fun things where you have to actually crank it a little bit harder to actually get your thing to work. So very, very cool project. Can't wait to see this released, mm -hmm. but I figured I'd show it just a preview here in the learn guide. It's in moderation. Yeah, it'll be out later today, I hope. And he has a nice little explanation why he's using the crank to keep the volume or the uh, brightness up. Right. So when you're scrolling through social media, you, uh, you have to work for it. You have to work for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very, very cool. So uh, thanks, Tim. You can watch uh, Foamy Guy as well on uh, on some days when he's streaming. You can. Uh, yeah. I'll you post can the link yeah. in the Discord yeah. on the uh -huh. live broadcasting channel. Cool. Cool. Right. Wonderful. That That's the space community makes. Thank yeah. you, everybody, so much. Um, we hope to see more stuff later tonight, because tonight is show and tell. Every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we invite everybody to come and share what they're working on. It doesn't have to be finished projects. It could be ideas, sketch pads, retro work gear, progress. work in progress. Always welcome. Yeah. yeah. And then immediately after that, it's going to be an hour with Lamar and Phil on Ask an Engineer, 
all the new products come out, all the sneak peek of what Mars is working on, and discount codes. Discount codes are back, 10% off. You can get your, fill up your carts and check out as, uh, as, Wednesday, as Wednesday, as as the show goes on. Mm -hmm. All right, so checking out the Discord comments here. Uh, Gabe can't, can't wait to build his uh, heat set press. Oh, sweet. And then uh, Fetty Alvaro is asking yeah, if we've tried the lightweight PLA. Not yet. We need to get our hands heard on some of lightweight that. PLA. We have done some. Uh, a couple of years ago, we were playing with different styles of PLA and even ABS and some some other polymers uh, to to make three D printed. Oh gosh, what were they called? Drone bumpers, guards, or yeah. drone guards. Yeah, fan guards, propeller guards for your for your little drones, your little mm -hmm. toy drones. And we were, I think we have a video out too. But this yeah. was a couple years ago, and I think the the thing we found was ABS was the strongest and the lightest. Yeah. So ABS won that one. Mm -hmm. We'll try it again with yeah. the uh, low weight. But PLA. you know, nobody wants to print ABS. It's it's terrible. <laughs> Both uh, unless you have to, unless you have to, yeah, and you have it set up and ventilated and all that stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, catapult drones. Yeah, I'm looking at the Discord here, uh, definitely join in that for the discussions as the live show goes on. If you haven't already, Discord.gg/adafruit. Cool. Don't forget, there's a bunch of CAD models out there if you want to play with those. Um, and we'll release more stuff as we get to it. Yeah, and you can follow us on all the socials. Where, where's my finger pointing over there? At Ekin and at Videopixel. And of course, Adafruit post every day. Yes. I think that's it for this show. Cool. We're a little rusty because last week, but hey, we'll, we'll be so here next week. Yeah, there's still stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. But getting through it, looks like uh, probably at the end of the summer, we'll be uh, back to weekly. Right. We have uh, a floor. That's really nice. Yeah, we got a floor. We have a really nice floor. It's, it's been nice to walk around in it and yeah. spend some time with the kids down there. Yep. yep. We've got um, a bunch of lighting going in, a bunch of fans going in. Right. The pool heater got replaced yeah. yesterday, so there's lots of stuff still to finish yeah. up. Yep. Um, yeah, so thanks everybody for hanging in there with us. Yeah. And we'll see you tonight. Don't forget. That's that. I want to show uh, that next week so this weekend is a bit of a holiday here in the States, mm. so we won't have a Monday show. Normally Mondays are a CircuitPython meeting, so it'll happen on the following day, a Tuesday, at yep. 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And the rest of the stuff is good. Yep, have JP's Project of the Week. Project of the Week, yep. I think we're gonna see Lamar on Sunday, we may or may not, but we'll hear more about her. But normally mm. she does the stream every Sunday from the desk of Lady Ada around 8, 9, 10 p.m.-ish. She's been mm. doing it a little bit earlier, which is nice. Yeah. You've been watching 3D Hangouts. Mm -hmm. Happens every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, I do. And then uh, tonight. And then tomorrow, John Park. Returns. John, John Park. Workshop. Yes. It's back every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Scott, I think, won't be doing Friday because that's the holiday. Oh, okay. Like, all of your food is off on Friday, so that's pretty cool. But uh, hey, deep dive. Maybe he'll do it on Thursday. We'll see. Hmm. Um, you got to subscribe the, to find out. Yeah, yeah. And check the Discord, of course, to, uh, to check that out. Well, I hope we get to do this again. I think soon. I think, I think for soon. the July uh, party. This photo was taking uh, maybe a couple of years ago now. Mm -hmm. It was one of the last photos. The actual photographer's in there, too. It's kind of like a Where's Waldo. Where's Colin? He's in there somewhere. <laughs> PT's in there somewhere, too. He's right next to Colin. Well, if you're on vacation, enjoy it. It's, it's very nice, and I can't wait to everybody be together again. Yay. I don't know. All right, guys. That's it for this week. 
And don't forget to... Make a great day. Make a great day. <laughs> Bye, folks. See you later tonight. Peace.